0: All right, so this is the first edition. I guess it's gonna be trust the podcast, trust the process <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I knew, hey, I knew I was gonna mess up. I've been practicing all day.
1: Look, time. I thought about it. I said, did he change it up <laughs> on the fly? Why is he changing his voice? I don't know, man. He's <laughs> he's going in. Uh, he's in guerrilla mode right now. You sound like
0: a. All logo, right. Man. Yeah. So so I'm going so. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be the host. I've been thinking about my nickname. I'm going to be Rob the the People's Plug Martin.
1: Rob and the People's we, Plug.
0: Then we got Nicholas Hollywood Martin, Pastor Nick, and Mr. Irregular Strength. Julius is, is it
1: is it irregular or irregular?
0: Irregular thought, with the I. Go.
1: There you go. I-R-R-E-G-U-L-A-R.
2: That's irregular. it, bro.
1: That's it? Yeah, the Italian stallion. <laughs> oh, my God. You ain't got no Italian blood in you whatsoever.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's get it. Where are we going, Drew? We're going to talk about, um, I guess uh, we can just talk about, you know, why we want to do this. Yeah. Why we well, Why we felt the need to come together and uh, and record this and share it with other people and you know, why it's necessary to to do it now and, and what it's about.
1: Uh, I think our generation uh, needs some positive encouragement, and we're starting from the bottom. So we want everyone to follow along with this process, no matter if you are just starting out in life and you're just looking for some encouragement and some direction, or if you've already been in the game and you just – Uh, looking for some uh, some encouragement also as far as the aspect of being a family man being a a a dad you know dealing with life on life's terms Uh, we all need some encouragement no matter what levels uh uh, or where you're at in life we always need you know to hear other guys also other men uh you know talking about their struggles their troubles and and you know things that they're going through in life and that's kind of the reason why, I, what I wanted to bring to the table and just giving my input, which, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, it could it could encourage some people.
0: Yeah, it's valuable. Nick, what do you think?
1: What's your thoughts? Yeah, I Call just it-
2: think uh, most podcasts or most books or most uh, stories, you get the end of the story. And I think for me, this podcast will be we're going through the journey and you get to go along with it with us. So we're not where we want to be, but three years from now, five years from now, you could say, man, I watched those guys grind and grind and grind. And now five years later, look where they're at. So I think when I, I know when I read books and when I get on YouTube, they'll always say say like, well, this is how you could do this. But they never tell you the years of what they did before that to get where they was at. So That's like true. I just want us to share like real stories and real struggles of what we're going through just like this uh podcast like having to figure out a different way to record it and you know doing it on our phones and not knowing how to do it and just you know starting and just saying hey man you could start too.
1: Yeah, yeah. by the way our main platform is uh is is down right now so we had to you know do this on the fly and go another route. But I think that's just that's that's part of who we are today. Is we're we're those guys that's gonna figure out the solution no matter what we encounter hey. these problems.
0: Yeah, so I think that it's huge. Like, and that that just speaks highly, um, man. I I think that it, I think God worked it out perfect. Um, and I think it's just is um, <laughs> a perfect opportunity to show everybody, like, man, we really work great under pressure. Like, I probably do my best work under pressure like just figuring it out at that moment like having to like i have to figure it out right now
1: i mean what why do you think that is though that that you're that you are able to uh you know produce a product under pressure even better than when you're not under pressure
0: well like for me um one of my just kind of being transparent one of my biggest downfalls is having that cushion So like I'll find myself in life where it's kind of like a roller coaster up and down, up and down. And these past couple of years, um, like I've noticed, like when I get that cushion, when I've saved up uh, a little bit of change in the bank and um, and like I'm good, like I I can tell myself, like I'm good right now. I can I can sleep in today. I don't have to get up early. I don't have to read this morning because I'm good now. And I think one of the biggest issues is we talked about it uh, the other night at small church, um, is compromising and complacency. So when complacency kicks in, you know, uh, the willingness, what is it? uh, When opportunities increase, the willingness decreases.
1: Yeah, man, that's it. I I
0: always think, uh, one of the things
2: I always use is comfort kills. Like, when I had to come up with $700 because my wife was going on vacation, it was easy, but every other month I'm trying to come up with money, it seems like I could never figure it out. But when I knew I had that deadline, I pushed myself and it was so easy to come up with that money that she needed. Yeah. But any other time, I feel like I have a cushion and I'm scratching my head on how to save, you know, save a dollar and try to reach my goals. But the moment I knew she needed 700,
1: I came up with it in like less than a week. Well, you know what I came up with? It's it's because of our, our history. You know, we're so used to putting ourselves in Uh, Situations that we got to figure out how to get out of those situations.
0: Bingo. So
1: we dig ourselves in such a uh, a deep hole that, like, we have no other no other uh, uh, option or no other way but to climb out of that hole. So, uh, and often those times are are um, are when we're under pressure. And And I don't think so. How do
2: you keep yourself motivated when you do get that comfortable, and you know you need to push through that?
1: I think you need to have uh, a good accountability group, men, to surround yourself. That's gonna continue to push you. Like I can speak for myself Over the past uh, year or two years, that Nick and and uh, Joe, uh, you know, have spoken to my life and, and continue to encourage and motivate me. And now, uh, more so, that I got Rob. So Rob has just been a been a, a gorilla lately, just making sure we're all we're all on our P's and Q's from, from down all the way down to the management, like with, with Jordan that's been managing, you know, pretty much the brand and Rob just jumped in and he's going, you know, he, 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 he he jumped in like he's done this before, you know? So um, just having men, other, other men that, and, and understand this too, not just other men. I'm talking about men that are actually living it. I'm not, I'm not talking about just anybody, any person that, that just, that, that talks a big game. I'm talking about somebody who's living it out, you know 24 five twenty four seven, you know. That's
0: it. So I yeah, think that's it, that's
1: big too.
2: It Rob's is it's huge. Like, Rob's acting like he's Don King in the thriller. In the
1: <laughs> Don <laughs> King and Eric <laughs> Thomas yeah, had a yeah. baby,
0: man. That's, I mean, he's on it, you know. Hey, uh, um, so kind of going into the next thing, and you're exactly right about that, Jew. Like, um, man, just teaching ourselves to resist that cushion because, like, um. It, having to make those decisions on the fly, I've learned in the past, isn't good because it's almost like, because compromise could slide in real easy because you're like, man, I got to come up with this money real quick. And, oh, guess what? I just found somebody's wallet. So, so now I view that as a blessing because I needed to make something happen. And it's real easy because we have to make those decisions. So what, so what we're basically hearing and basically figuring out is, is we have to retrain our mind. And just like you said, we have to have that circle around us that's going to hold us accountable, um, you know, and teach us um, to retrain our mind throughout the process.
1: Yeah, I was doing some research on psychology and how, you know, you can set the variables and and the conditions for the the people and how, um, you know, they can, like, you got these psychologists and they can kind of tell you, exactly what that person is doing in their mindset because of their condition. So, um, and, and a lot of this stuff is, is, is for us is we just got to stick to being repetitious about certain things. So like you said earlier about reading our Bible and, and, you know, having constant accountability and just, uh, you know, the, the fundamentals of, of trying to walk this walk, you know, um, not putting yourself in positions to fail. So that means, and we can we can take this a little deeper. That means I know if I got two thousand dollars in my in my savings account, and I got people going to let's just let's just say if I was gambling, and and I you know I had some friends that wanted to go over to the boat and go gamble, and I and I think it's wise enough to take fifteen hundred dollars out of the bank that I'm gonna double or triple this money. You know that's not wise. That's compromising. That's putting Is me and my family in position to fail. What kind of situation? And it's sick because we live in a world, and unfortunately we live in a, a, a you know, we're, we're, we're surrounded by it day in and day out. So we hear these stories on a day-to-day basis of how, you know, these men um, are, are not just only compromising, but they're jeopardizing their, their livelihood or their families. And-
0: oh, definitely. Um, you know that uh, one time I seen this uh, thing, Uh, this article, and it talked about how uh, major businesses, how they market people, and they have seen over time that, uh, let's say there's just uh, 100 people in this box. They study 100 people for for 30 days, and they can pinpoint exactly what they're going to buy, when they're going to buy it, what they look at, what TV shows they watch, what time they watch it, because us as humans we're we're creatures of habit so like nick said a small church last night it takes about 21 days to create a new habit so this process that we're in we're basically have to having to retrain our minds retrain our thoughts and just allow god to lead us in doing that the bible says uh to um to 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 wash you know to wash your thoughts in the word and that it, he will create uh in you a new heart a new mind and give you new desires so uh it's crazy because if somebody on the outside can look at us and tell us exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to spend our money, there's a big issue.
1: Well, I goes back know, to what Nick says. Go ahead, Nick.
0: Do you know, last night me and Bella was looking up
2: princess beds, just playing around on my phone, and this morning on Facebook, Man. the
0: first thing that popped up was yeah. princess I mean, beds. <laughs> it, it, it's princess beds to buy. Jeff Harris okay. the other wow. night, yeah. Jeff Harris the other night, he sent me an article for a uh for a camera that we're trying to get for the church. He sent me an article and it was so crazy. I logged into Facebook the next day. Man, and the first uh ad that came I came across was that exact same product. And I sent him a picture of it and I was like, Man, the Secret Service is up to something. They're recognizing <laughs> our speech and everything. I need to look up I need to
2: look yeah. up how
1: to get free money in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey,
1: so, <laughs> but real it. real quick, they, they, I just wanted to touch uh, again, touch on that um, about, you know, man, I, I totally just dropped the ball. Uh, my mind went blank. But um, Nick always talks about how uh, – Rob, make sure you edit all of this out because I just totally dropped the ball. Well, but, I'll, tell I, one,
2: I'm a, I'll tell you one thought I had. Is, uh, I was going to add to
1: what Rob just said, but you, Nick always thinking?
2: says it. While you're thinking about that, I was thinking about, it's crazy how we can be complacent because in studies, they show that you're three paychecks away from being homeless. Man. So it's crazy that like we can get complacent when in reality, if you lost your next three paychecks, you would be dead broke and probably your lights would be cut off and you wouldn't know how your kids was going to get food. So it's like, what are we complacent with? Like the little, you know, like just ber- just making it, build a build, check to check. So it's like, man, you're complacent with just surviving, you know?
1: That's it. Jim, yeah. what you have? I uh, man, I can't even. I don't even remember, <laughs> but it's something that Nick always says, and it's compared mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, again being complacent. But uh, I just think it's just a, you know, growing up having that mindset you know, of living paycheck to paycheck, you know, because we all, you know, you guys were pretty much raising, uh, povertized homes and, and, and so was I, uh, though my mom worked and, and, and did the best she could, you know, um, it's still, it still affected me. So, uh, I, I found that, you know, I, I, I did this sporadically, but that, that oftentimes even growing up as an adult, I found my pleasure in buying stuff and not even thinking about the consequences behind it. So, like, oh yeah, for sure. As far sure. as like, like reward, I'm always thinking of reward. So when I get a paycheck, guess what? I'm going to do? I'm going to buy some tennis shoes, or yeah. I save up some money. Guess what? I'm gonna buy these rims for my car. And it's because I never thought I would ever have these things. So when we're talking about reconditioning our mind, is is that the difference is is that now, like, I'm not gonna go buy these, you know, two hundred fifty dollar pair of Jordans. Though I like them, though I want them, they're they're a, they're a want, not a need. What I need to do is I need to invest. I need to find something where I'm going to see a return on my money uh, so that I, we can provide financial freedom for our families and, and for us to be able to do more things. Uh, that's and, it. And, you know, so at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a product of our environment. In the that's, book yeah. I'm reading now,
2: Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's what it says. It says the middle class and the poor buy liabilities and the and rich people buy assets man that's it so right there we go we get paid and we go buy a new polo shirt and a new pair of jordans and rich people figure out man i need to put my money in stocks i need to put my money in real estate and we think we're doing something big because we got a new pair of shoes on our feet well, tell check you what this it out. Is,
0: it's because we train our minds that when we get money we can spend x amount of dollars because we know that we got that paycheck coming so, like, what we've seen our dad do our whole life was he would spend money. He would spend money he didn't have yet. But yeah. he would spend money he knew that he was going to make that day.
1: Yeah, I remember in college uh, when we was getting those residual checks, like, the money would all be spent before we even got the checks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I and at the end of the day, I didn't even do anything to even earn that check. Well, I mean, you know what I would mean? yes. I wasn't even going to class. I wasn't even doing... What 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 I'm supposed to use that money for? Yeah, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Check yeah, this out. It... Check this out. Warren Buffett. Somebody asked Warren Buffett about buying a new car because Warren Buffett still been driving the same car for like 20 plus years, every day. And uh, you know, same Warren else. Buffett was like, he was like, well, if if I take the money and and go and go go buy this car, then you know, I could have took that money to invest it. And over a certain amount of time, I could have gained, I could have made a million dollars in just buying this car when my car is is working perfectly fine. So that just goes back to, is that a want or is that a need? Yeah, that's huge.
0: Uh, Hey, so to kind of shift it, I wanted to do it when we first kicked it off. But just to kind of make light of the situation, um, I was talking to my homie Reggie the other day, and uh, I've been waiting to ask y'all. So he was talking to his wife, uh, Sharice. and, uh, I guess they was just chilling, talking together and he turned to her and he was like, uh, he was like, you know, when I die, do you, uh, he, how do you ask it? Do you, would you want to get re do you think I'd want to get, you, would, would, would want you to get remarried? And, uh, he was like, uh, she said, well, yeah, I would think so. And my man's response was hell no. So oh, like, <laughs> So man, it had me, uh, it, he had me rolling. So we was thinking, I was talking to him about it and just thinking about it, and uh, he was like, you know, how you feel about like Amy, and I was like, man, honestly, I probably had the same answer as you. Like, man, heck to the noll, like, ain't no way I want you to get remarried. <laughs> you know I already know saying? Nick's like,
1: answer. I already know hey, Nick's answer. What he <laughs> just reminded me of? Heck
2: to the noll. <laughs> <the mom, laughs> <mom." laughs> <laughs> she better be hey. grieving. She yeah.
1: better be grieving. <laughs> For ten years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, For man. ten years, man. She better yeah. have her crying cloth. Yeah, no, she yeah. better have her uh her all black on every day.
0: Man, hey, oh. what do you think Heaven would say about uh if she would want you to get remarried, Joe?
1: Uh I think Heaven is see Heaven's she's a, I guess you can say a realist. She know what's gonna happen. So she'd say if if I'm gone like I'd want you to be happy, which I kind of feel the same. You know, uh I don't uh, I don't want you to be happy. Well, yes, uh, you know, yes, you know cuz look think about it at the end of the day, her happiness uh in life is is going to reflect on your kids, bro. You know what so, I thought
2: about before? I thought about it with uh I'm like, which one of my friends would try to be consoling my wife?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> like Dang, while, while she's grieving, <laughs> yeah. And, and Dang Nick, ass. you you for real thought this through, bro. What,
0: what? <laughs> hey, I be Dang. having them crazy thoughts too, though. I'm like, no, grieving, and I can't say that. Up. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, I already come know here, crowd,
1: man. Come, yeah. come yeah. crowd
0: my shoulder. Yeah. Let's talk about Nick.
1: You know, how, you know how dudes be. I mean, at some point, audience, look, I'm gonna tell y'all, give y'all insider. We all was those guys to try to uh, console other women and and, and slide in through the back door. But thank God for uh, the the heart change.
0: Man, I um, I promise you, because if we probably added it up, man, it probably it would probably be embarrassing. Like, and I'm not saying maybe one or two of us. I'm saying all three of us that we probably ain't never even talked about. But it's probably embarrassing. Like if we sit down and counted it all up, that would be horrible.
1: Yeah, Rob, don't go too far because uh, hey, this just be... needs to be like a PG thirteen.
0: All right, no, uh, already no. I'm just saying, don't uh, do that. Don't... Oh yeah, don't do what we did because I'm telling you, anytime I did what I wanted to do, it led me down the same path, and I got exactly what I asked for. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so let's, uh, so let's kick it off, Jew. I wanted to talk about. Uh, now that we don't i guess Jews the only one that wants his wife to get remarried i don't i'm a haunt my wife if she gets I'm, no i'm
1: not saying that it's i'm not saying but i want my wife to be happy because ultimately uh some of her some of her happiness is going to uh you know reflect to my kids so yeah. um i want my kids to be happy and have a mom that they you know can talk to and and, right. and not be miserable and i mean cuz think about it man like when when, when the when the when the mother of the home is miserable, their kids get the wrath or the husband it, gets the wrath. I'd so
0: be like, know, look, so, I want come be happy in heaven.
1: Yeah. The, but that's what no, Rob, you can't do that. <laughs> so, so like the man, the man is supposed to take, you know, take some of that slack. Because think about it. When you're, when your wife is angry or upset, nine times out of 10, she's taking it out on you. So if I'm not in the picture, guess who's, guess who she's going to be taking it out on?
0: Oh yeah. The kids.
1: Sure. For so, sure. um, you know, and again, Rob, we're in the business of, of, of trying to break the cycle, right? We're trying to break the cycle and have our kids grow up in families and, and have families and, you know, uh, be something different than how we was when we was raised, you know? Yeah, there so, better be
0: a big gap then. How about that? If you're going to get remarried, make it 20 years down the road. You need to be grieving for about a good 10, 15, though. <laughs> my main, my main, All right. my main so, thing would be uh, –
2: like I wish, I hope that I would live a good enough life where she would want to carry on my legacy. Like where yeah. she would tell Bella, like, where she would tell Bella, like, man, this is the kind of man your dad was. Like, even it, you she, got it. Even if, but, she, but, even if she moved on, like, yeah, like, but like, she would say, like, this is what Nick stood for, and we're gonna stand for that, and you know, not just forget about me. You know, in t- fifteen years, if my grave is, you know, I ain't got no flyers or nothing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, think about this though. Also. Uh, but that's that's why uh, us as husbands, we should set the standard. That's so nice. at some point, if we did pass away, that our wives would be like, "No, you ain't even." That's right. You nobody ain't can even. Come in. Nowhere yeah. near. Yeah, man. Like you got to set a standard.
0: That's it. Yeah. That you just don't like set the
1: standard. That's it. Just like for our
0: daughters, you know what I mean? Like I try to teach my girls. I try to set the bar so high that I'm gonna make sure that just ain't can't nobody come in and be like, "Dang, girl, you got a you got a nice butt." You know what I mean? Or or you know, can I chill? You know what I mean. Like I want to teach them what a real man looks like in every aspect of life. And the greatest way that I've learned to do that is showing them that I love their mother.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Well, um, well, let, let's get to let's let's stick to the to the schedule because I don't want to let too much out just in one episode. Oh we need yeah, to tease sure. this out over a long period of time. We can't drop all the jewels and all the nuggets. We need people to start coming in and. And wanting to see and hear what we have. That's but, it. um,
0: hey, side note, I hope that one day when we get a sponsor, maybe Bang will sponsor us. No,
1: nah, <laughs> I, I, I would hope, but I mean, <laughs> uh, why, we, you know, why,
0: why, why when I got life insurance,
2: Jonah put life insurance on me, I was like, yeah, it must be the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's trying to do something to me.
2: Yeah, all right. She put a lot on me. I was like, yeah, i seen that show before. Man, I
1: I seen it too. I know what
0: you're talking about, and, and it's right after I've they I seen on the, Unsolved
1: Mysteries. Yeah, and it's like, right
0: it's right after they signed the documents. Coincidentally, something just happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. You put
0: like half a million on me.
1: I was like, "You are like, gonna be happy when I
0: die?" <laughs> They're gonna be. Hey, Bella's gonna be living good
1: yes, with the new with yeah. the
0: new husband since she's getting remarried. Yeah. All right, so oh. look, we gonna let's go into. uh because man, we got some big exciting news for uh, for Jew, just for everybody, man. And just like I was telling Nick earlier, I just feel like I've just been pregnant in the spirit, and that's the best way for me to describe it. But I just feel like um, uh, something uh, is about to be birthed in like uh, a bunch of aspects in my life, and one of those being is, of course, working with Jew. And um irregular strength, irregular strength, the brand, uh, you know, and, and Ju going out to uh compete, man, and, and go and break this world record. So catch us up, Ju. Tell us a little
1: bit about it. So uh we are going to attempt the all time world record in Mountain View, California this Saturday, August the thirty first. Uh, I'm attempting a seven hundred and forty pound bench press. My
0: man, my man Grace is gonna do it with you, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we're going out, we're we're heading to Mountain View, California. Um, we're going to attempt uh the world record bench press. Um uh, no man in the history of the world has lifted over 740 pounds. Hey, tell them tell them that hot nugget real quick that you said uh, yeah. on the radio. So so there's been more people to walk on the moon than have benched over 700 pounds. Man. So, um, you know, it it is what it is. Like, I'm I'm just grateful that, you know, God has given me this gift and finally given me the platform to, uh, you know, to represent the kingdom. You know, it's, it's crazy because seven years ago, seven years ago, I was in a jail cell on my knees begging, begging for a purpose. And it just shows you that, that uh, to me, I believe in a, in a mighty God. And and now today I do. And and that, you know, um, the sky's the limit, man. Yeah. Did you ever believe it was possible? Never. Ever in a million years. Even, you know, I I just remember having these empty, these empty dreams. And I call it an empty dream is because I, I, I dreamed it, but I didn't, I never acted anything out. You know, so and and a lot of it was because of me. I always evaded responsibility and, you know, I'll put it this way. I remember going to a car lot, test driving a brand new car and didn't have a job. I was living off my girlfriend, had no other uh, uh, means or or funds, a way to buy this car. But I'm sitting here test driving this car like I like I was gonna be able to buy it, and that's how I lived my whole life. Is 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 I never my brother hit me with this. My brother said, "I hear you talking, but you never act. All you do is talk." Man. And it's always stuck with me. It's always stuck with me. And now I'm grateful that I live a life today. I can I can actually say that, you know, if I say I'm gonna do something, you know. I'm gonna do my best to do it, you know. That's it. Uh, yeah.
0: so So I want to you... try to I want to try to catch people up. Um
1: so you um started lifting weights what year? 2012. Oh, well, All right. 2000 I got in the rehab uh 2012. I really started lifting about 2013. 2014 is when it took off.
0: Yeah, down in the dungeon, on uh, the dirt floor just uh just lifting weights, you know, allowing God to do what the word says, and that's renew your mind, uh lifting weights, meditating, just uh man that that time in our life after surrendering to him, um, just that beautiful time that we have when we first come in uh, to this walk with God and just allowing him to begin to work on us. It's such a beautiful time, but anyway, so uh, you was in that moment, uh begin to lift weights um, and realize that you God had blessed you. Uh, with a special man a special feat of just strength uh, oh,
1: yeah. that
0: that not too many people have so uh to kind of fast forward you got into it uh man, and it was like it was off to the races as soon as you um, as soon as you
1: benched the first one the first time so once I, once I really started training uh i was i was considered a in year one year one which has taken most people anywhere. From ten to fifteen years to get to uh year one I was already there favor uh, you know i was i was eight eight months into rehab nine months in in the recover in the rehab for because I had um issues with uh substance abuse um and that's that's been since the age of fifteen but i I want you guys to understand like I've always been athletic um I've always had opportunities, but I always compromised. Uh, I always compromised whatever I had going on in my life. So whether it was basketball or football, even being able to go and play division one football, always compromised everything is and mainly it's because I never believed I was good enough. My whole life, I never believed I was good enough. And the only time that changed was whenever the Lord had gave me a, vi- it pretty much had gave me uh, a, not only a vision, but had gave me purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know. So,
0: talking about that, um so the name of our po- podcast is Trust the Process podcast. Oh, um so kind of talk about how your this process that you've been on because I remember your first the first meet that you ever did down at the barbecue festival back in what 2013? Yeah. So I re- I remember that vividly. I remember coming down Because, like, we've always been best friends, me, Nick, and Jude. We've always done stuff together, whether we was in the world. um, You know, after, you know, God crashed into our lives, we've always just been together. God's always kept us together. But at that time, you had gotten in to Friends of Centers. You had started working out, and you was at your first meet. And I remember that day because, you know, like, we had heard that you was going to do it. So, of course, we was going to be there for you. We've always been best friends, regardless of what side of the fence we was on. We was always there for each other, uh, and I remember uh just looking at you and just knowing like man, jew's up to something different, like something is different about jew and uh I remember your shirt that day specifically, and like not trying to uh, not trying to throw any low blows or anything, but you had took a picture from that day, and uh I think with your brother, and like um i re- I don't know why this image is just stuck in my mind, but on your shirt, it says inspire others. And I think on his shirt, it said something else. But I was like, man, Jew, Jew, Jew has found something in his life to where it's no longer about Jew. And I, and I remember like feeling that inside of me, like something was different about Jew. And
1: it wasn't about Jew anymore. Yeah. You know well, what I, I mean? Yeah. No, I I get it. I mean, you, Talking about that is is such a, I can't, I got, it's not a bad feeling. It's just, man, heart full of gratitude, man. Yeah. Just because of, uh, uh, you know, sometimes we tend to forget how far we've come, you know. And I remember that day too, like it was yesterday. And it's just, you know, I'm very grateful, but it's, it's when you have been wrecked by God. When a person comes to you and says, I've had an encounter with God. Everything from their physical appearance to their to the way they talk to the way they act, it should be wrecked as if they got hit by a semi. Let me ask you a question: If somebody came to you, Rob, and said, "I've been hit by a semi," you would know it, right? You would know it without a doubt. They would be uh, no completely doubt. wrecked. No doubt. Well, well, that's the same thing when somebody encounters Christ, like a real, a true encounter, not one of these. Oh, uh, I ask the foxhole prayers and ask God to come into my heart, but I'm still living a certain way, and I'm still doing all these things. I'm saying when when a person has truly been walking in it for a season, and 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 you there's some you you just know it. There's something different. I've been wrecked by the Spirit, just oh, as yeah. if somebody that you've seen had got hit by a semi. And I know that may be a poor analogy, and I'm sorry if anybody has uh, had had somebody die in a car wreck. So uh, I mean, maybe you might want to edit that out, but. <laughs> that's, that's how it was for me. That's what it and, is. It's a beautiful
0: disaster. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, it, it just, it, it changed me. I know that, uh, you know, during that season, I got to see everything flash in front of my eyes and that, yes. that's, that's that go ahead.
2: It's like, how can I say I have the spirit of God in me and still be a terrible husband? You know, how do I say I have the spirit of God and, you know, he's changed my life, but I continue to go run the streets. Like, God will change you all the way from the inside out. Just like you said, like, it is like getting hit by that semi. It is like your life should, you're going from death to life. Like, you're not just changing your behavior. You're a dead man that has now come alive. Come so on, when Pastor. You ca- when, you ca- when you came alive, you, was a, you looked the same, but you wasn't the same. Like, the people that knew you from the old life should be able to say, like, Man, this new Jew,
0: I don't know him. I know the yeah. old Jew. I know the old goofy Jew, and this ain't him. And that's yeah, what happens well. a lot of times. Is people see us, and they, rec- they recognize us because we look the same, but something has happened to our spirit. Our spirit has been made new, but they see us, and they see us. They, we look the same, but there's something different about us, but yet they keep us in that place and held captive, because we look like the same us, and they're like, "Man, I ain't no way you changed. I've been knowing you your whole life."
1: Yeah, well, it's I, like, I mean, and Nick Nick has said that too. He's like, "Man, I we was I think you said it too." And I've heard multiple. I mean, you 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 two you two guys are by far my closest friends, but and we we got a couple other ones that are that are just as close, but um, other people that I, now I call them associates. You know, they said the same. You know, they said, "Man, we were still waiting on." Uh, the old Judah returned. We uh, thought, Judah- yeah, even my own dad, my own dad said that. mine
0: too. Yeah. Mine too. Jew. I remember riding with my dad one time and like, it would just, it would almost like crush my spirit because he'd be like, nah, Rob,
1: like I know, you know what l- I mean? l- Like, listen to this uh, one time I, I left. I came home. If, uh, I was in friends and centers. I was on pass. I came home. It might've been like Thanksgiving or something. And my dad was sitting at the table um and of course he was intoxicated, but um you know he's like, "Oh, you'll be back." He didn't say it in that manner or that tone or that exact language, but he said, "Oh, you'll be back, and I just remember leaving leaving there that night with tears coming out of my eyes, and I mean, you know what I mean It's just because I wanted everybody to see it Because I, I felt it, I knew it, I wasn't oh, yeah. going back, yeah, you know, I finally had a purpose, and a man with a purpose is 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 like a Man, it's like a, a tornado going through a tornado valley, man. Like, nothing's going to stop it. That's you it. Know, and yeah. That's, that's kind that's of how, how we all are now intertwined with purpose. And I know Nick, Nick has, has talked about the same thing, just having purpose in, in, in general. And, and, you know, it's, it's, there's something different about life now, you know? That's so, yeah. it. Mean,
0: and it's the ones closest to us. But just like, just like they did Jesus when he went back home. And, like, he even told his disciples, like, a prophet, you know, doesn't have recognition in his hometown because it'd be the ones closest to you that, man, just just try to let you know, like, look, I know I know this ain't you. I seen you. I grew up with you. I know that this is a front. I know it's fake. And I know it ain't going to last very long.
2: Yeah. But the good thing is when you live it out, the longer and longer, you show people, man, that must be real. Cause That's he- it, yep. He- Cause he ain't went back, man. I don't know what happened to him, but he ain't went back yet. But when we I, mess up, we give them excuse like, "Ah, oh, I knew it wasn't real,"
0: you know. It, I, but something beautiful comes from that, Nick. And then when those same people go through, uh, go through just uh, like the worst times in life, what I get, what I, my biggest thing is probably privilege. I feel is when they go through things, like, we're the first people they call because they know that we're different. Like, just like when our sister Angela, her son, got killed, like, I knew that night, even though we were surrounded by chaos and almost in a literal hell, it seemed like in that emergency room, I knew that me and Nick was a light in such a dark place. And I've told you, me and you have talked
2: about this, and you, like, we're going to change the perception of Christians in our community. You know, we're not going to keep being these men that, you know, people think are fake and, you know, really behind closed doors. They got secrets and, you know, they don't treat their families good. Like we're going to change the way the world views uh, Christian. Like it's a real it's a real thing. Like like when we go to these schools, like we don't have to go in yelling Jesus like they know when we walk in. We're saying something different than everybody
0: else. That's it. There's something different about these guys, and they came exactly from where I came from. And uh, one of these weeks, I want to I want to name the podcast. Uh, I just God gave it to me, and I'm going to name it uh, from the Rolling Heights to New Heights and it's so neat and that's almost like a story of just Jew's life okay. in the process you know what I'm saying in the process that, that God has took Jew on you know what I mean from, from the rolling heights to new heights and uh, just watching Jew throughout this process so Jew just for a second hit on, hit on how you trusted the process throughout this beautiful process that God's had you on from, the, from when you got started up until now and you're going for the world record in three days
1: are you working out who, it, me? Man. Yeah. You breathing no, I was, hard. I was eating. <laughs> I could tell. tell. I tell. must have I been a double
2: whopper.
1: But I couldn't hear it, man. I was I'm, I'm sitting there starving. I've been waiting on us <laughs> to be able to get on here. But think about this though. And, and this just hold up. Somebody's got time. Is, y'all hear that time limit going off? Nah, I don't uh, know. Y'all hold just down, hear buddy. me breathing hard. I that was mine. Like that bad. was that was mine. So listen. <laughs> I thought about this, though. Before you go through the process, you have to know what the process is. Yeah. In my whole life, I never knew what, what the process was because I've never had it laid out to me. Come on. And it's crazy how, you know, I, I call it, the uh, I call him, and and I'm not, don't get me wrong, wrong or, or look at me any type of way, but I call him my internet father. I know it, it may sound – now, listen, this may sound a little crazy. Yeah, explain that one. But I know, right? But, like, I didn't know what the process or know what the process was until I heard Eric Thomas. Man. And he kind of gave – He he made it as if it was baby food for us to really understand the grind and what the grind really was and what a process really is. And I came up to the point to where the process is the steps that it takes – to, to, to get to where I need to get now that, that, that sounds maybe uh, uh, uh um what's the word I'm looking for. It may sound trivial, but, and what I mean by the steps is, is, is the steps is, you know, put it this way. I didn't get to lift in 723 pounds uh, overnight or by just going in and, and, and lifting one time a week. There's a process in that. There. There's a muscle building process. So when you're talking about a process, you're learning how to save money. You're learning how to treat your family. You're learning how to uh, basic responsibilities, get up and go to work, even when you don't feel like it. Um, You're learning how to, uh, you know, deal with life on life's terms, instead of going out and uh, supplementing with drugs or alcohol. So these are, these are parts of the process that I had to piece together. And this was all given by God. uh, But Eric Thomas kind of dumbed it down for, for me to be able to say, Oh, OK, I get it. I get what you're saying, um, because like like many others, you know, I was raising, you know, my mom worked as hard as she could to pay the bills, even though we was in the projects. You know, it, it, it was still a struggle because I had no structure as far as a man to say, hey, look, a man leads his family. A man gets up and goes to work every day. A man takes care of his family. Of all these basic things, you know, there was
0: no blueprint,
1: yeah, No, there was no blueprint. And what I learned from you know, not just Eric Thomas, but you know the the, the guys at, at friends of and centers um, and us always bouncing stuff off each other is is, you know, my process is knowing that as long as I follow God and I continue to fight and stand up, that God is going to lead me to where I need to go. Oh, yeah, That's my process. process.
2: I think what we've always done is we try to cheat the process. Like Rob, I'm, you know, with me going and trying to go into real estate. You know, Rob asked me, he was like, you know, would you take, you know, ten thousand dollars if someone gave it to you? And I said no because I need to learn all these basic principles, and I need to really grind and work my butt off, and I will appreciate it a lot more. Five years ago, I would have took that money quick, and I wouldn't have learned anything. I would have. Oh man, I got ten, twenty thousand dollars. I'm gonna go buy me a house now, but I wouldn't have learned the discipline that it takes to save money, to build, to build money, to build finances. It reminds me of that guy that you tried to pick up that one day who walks all the way to work, and he said no because if I take a ride today, I'll expect a ride tomorrow. I'm already man. used to walking. I'm already used to walking. I'll just continue to walk. And like, even though it sucks, like, and it's a longer process. Me me doing it and me taking the baby steps, I'm going to appreciate it a lot more when I buy my first house.
0: That's it, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to yeah, yeah. pass up on the ride because if tomorrow comes and I ain't got it, I'm going to be disappointed, man. That's major right there. You
1: that remember is that, major. Jew? Yeah.
0: Jew? Jew was being nice.
2: Like, hey, man, you want to ride? He was like, nah, man, because I'm used to walking. You know, like, he didn't. Yeah,
0: you cannot shortcut the process because what that does is you go from A to D, from D to F, from F to R, and you don't learn them little pieces, them little, those little lessons that God's trying to teach you in between. And it's in between is where you figure out, hey, I can't do this. Even if you mess up through the process, that mess up is going to teach you something valuable that when you get to step S you're going to know what to do and what not to do because of the mess ups. And it's such a beautiful thing going through the process and just trusting it. Like it's something beautiful happening in each of our lives independently, but also collectively um, with the process. So like all three of us have a process that we're doing together, but we all have our own lanes that we're trying to take to get there. And like the biggest thing that we're teaching each other as we're walking toward it is man, trust the process. Like, you can't go from um, making, you know, thousand dollars to making a hundred thousand dollars because you're just gonna throw it away. It's like yeah. that
2: day. At the, it's like that day. Drew won his first competition. Would you lift five
0: hundred something pounds?
1: Yeah,
2: or six hundred. Well, now I mean, now you're repping five
1: five twenty five. Yeah, you didn't 525. go from five twenty
0: five to seven forty in two weeks.
1: No, yeah. I went from years. I went from you know being able to lift five twenty five once to. 525, 10 plus times, yeah. I I remember when y'all lifted that, like, y'all was hype. You know, you was hype about that 525. Now, that's child's play to you now, like. Yeah, but I respect it. You know, I respect it because I know what it takes. I know what it takes to get there. But like I said, you got to understand the process before you can, before you really start to go through it. Because if you don't understand something, it's just like me. I don't understand these directions. Well, how am I going to put this thing together? If I don't even understand the directions,
0: oh man, so, that's a perfect. That's a perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't get the directions out of the box, and if you don't look at them from step one to step ten, and you try to put it together, like one thing I envied about my stepfather Lewis was, man, he could never read. But if you give him a box with 20,000 pieces, in it, <laughs> someday, I don't know how he did it, but he was like, man, boy, I don't need to know. I don't, I don't need them directions. Yeah. Like that's he, an exception
1: just, to the law. Like, I mean, oh
0: yeah. That's one in a million. He just knew how to do it. But like with me, man, you give me a box of 20,000 pieces and I'm going am if I don't look at the directions first, I'm going to be frustrated. And, and me and my wife, we're going to fight because she's going to tell me try to, how to do it. And, and then I'm I get try mad. try to do it my way. Yeah, then and, I, and then it yeah, I get mad when I don't put it together right. And John is like, well, they they came with the rules for a reason. That's right. And that's how life is. Like we have we have like God has given us, just like you said about ET and you know, God, the, you know, different people that God's placed in our lives. Hey, did
1: that sound funny when I said that? That's like my, my internet father. I know it sounds nah. weird, but nah, like
0: No, you explained it great, man. And that's what I'm saying. God has given us these people, these tools, these resources. Us, our group, our circle, because I believe that he, certain people he brings in our life have already been down that road. And just like you said, E.T., he simplified it for us. We could finally relate to somebody who has came from where we have came from, and we understood it. It was like plain English. Like, man, this is what you do as a father. You may not have had a father that you could look to, but a real father does this. A real father, a real husband Iron his clothes. When that man said that I'm going out of out of the country for ten days, and I'll iron ten outfits for my wife, man, that did something to me.
1: I remember you telling me about it. I and mean, that did I something was, to me. I was, coming up with excuses. Huh. Uh, you know what I mean, like uh.
0: You yeah, know, it's so, kind of too um, deep, and that's too much. Yeah, but that's, but that it's just the heart behind it. You know, maybe your wife don't like her clothes ironed. But there are certain things that your wife needs. You know what I mean? If you're not there uh, present, if, if you're called away to – if you're going on the road, if you're going to an event, you're not going to be there. Like what he's saying is a real man makes sure that he goes before himself and make sure that his wife and his kids have everything they'll need for that time that he's not there so his presence will still be felt even though he's away.
2: Yeah, yeah and I think that's the standard we strive for is like when I'm gone, my wife, like if I like how you said earlier, if we die, if someone if I die, my wife ain't gonna be attracted to none of these guys because of the things that I do for her.
0: Like they gonna come in and sit on the couch. You're gonna be like, man, Nick would have had the house clean by now. Yeah.
1: yeah, I ain't used
0: to I ain't used to this. Just like the Bible says, man, and that's that's probably one of my favorite things I told the guys uh, yesterday when we was doing our devotional. My favorite what, verse tell them. What is what it's when called coffee, <laughs> cigarettes and conviction, triple c. Yeah. So, so look. how are y'all getting convicted about the cigarettes? Yeah, man, I know, look, right? hey, God God's working on us. We trying to trust the process. So look, um Paul says, man, in 1 Corinthians, when I was a boy, bull- when I became a man, I put away childish things. And when I first read that, like I I didn't it didn't hit me, man, but I was in in in, in reading one day in my study time, And it was like like when you become a man, like I don't do the I I don't just I don't go into to to random girls DMs no more. When I become a man, I don't just I can't sleep in and not show up at work. When I become a man, I can't do the same things I used to do. Like there's something that happens to the inside of you to your heart to where some things just ain't accepted no more. Oh yeah, I remember when we used to just be all about us, like when you you know when we become men, we put away childish
2: things. Like I remember when I intentionally would just get with girls because what they had to offer. Like, oh man, they got a good job. Guess I don't have to work. They got That's a it. car.
0: I guess I don't have to go buy one. That's and that it. Was- yeah. <laughs> it was always about something that we could get from it that allowed yeah. us to to be more lazy or to be more selfish. And it was such. I was talking with somebody earlier, and they called me, and they was like, "Man, one of my biggest traits is." Most of the stuff I do, it's selfish. And I told him, I was like, man, if you think about that, it's almost scary to be that way because that's exactly how Lucifer was. Man. Lucifer got to a place when he was in heaven and he said, you know, God's getting all this glory, but people should be looking at me. And he got it twisted. And that's why, you know, ultimately he got cast down to hell because he started to be selfish. And he started to want the spotlight that, that, that God is supposed to get. And you know what's crazy? We all got daughters now. Man,
1: yeah, Man, I know it. It. Hey, I Man we all days. on our guard, look.
0: All of all us. Of- that's what I said. I said, God must have a sense of humor because I asked for all these women to be around me my whole life. Man, and I got five of them now, including a girl dog. I mean, I can no, get a boy dog. Could you imagine got, if, yeah.
2: uh, a guy like you when you was 18? you know, was like, man, I want to be with your daughter,
0: you'd be like, oh, no, heck no.
1: Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no.
0: Hey, I'm coming to the door like Mike Larry with my pistol out. Hey, this ain't happening. I can't have this. You know what I'm saying?
2: I mean, imagine if you showed up at 18 to your daughter, you know, like if it was like a mirror image of you when you was 18, like, you know, uh, all peeled out and, you know, try to fake swag. And I mean, imagine how you would feel as a dad if that showed up to your door like. Hey hey dad, I'm dating your daughter now. You but know? but
1: here's the thing though. But here's li- listen to me now. Listen to me. My daughter's already gonna know daddy ain't playing that. That's right. That's it. That's he it. Ain't play- hey, listen, you can't come to my house like that. Yeah. Yeah. He- <laughs> Look. My but daughter the asked difference- me
0: when she- My daughter asked me when she could date. I said when you out of the house. Man, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Cause we gotta set the standard for our daughters, man. Like yeah, I- man. I mean, that's why I said earlier the best way we can do that, and it's not even in having like, yeah, it's good to have a relationship with your kids. Don't get me wrong, but the best thing we can do as leaders, as husbands, as fathers, is love our wives exceptionally well.
1: Yeah, right?
0: you know what I'm saying. So yep. uh, that's it, man. And uh, we've been here, uh, man. We we done it, man. This this is uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Hopefully, one day we'll have some sponsors. You know what I'm saying. Bang, maybe maybe if they listen to us one day, we might be able to get them as a sponsor.
1: Get us some sponsors.
0: Hey, the first sponsor is gonna be a regu- a regular string. Yeah.
1: dot we're, we're gonna have that, we're gonna have them sponsor the cast. Hey, oh yeah, they... cheap
0: hey, cheap plug. We got bench programs for sale.
1: Hey, yeah. one thing
0: I think we should do
2: is uh you know, say uh we listen to this five years from now, like my goal next year is to buy five houses. You know, like which I don't have any houses right now, so like, I think one. I think we should say our goals, like, you know, our future goals, like, my goal next year is to buy five houses, and I want people to see that, like, man, next year, Nick done it. So, like, and that goals, was,
0: goals? That's it. That's only by trusting the process, and, like, you may not be able to say the process looks like this, 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 and this right now, but in a year, we'll be able to say, man, we trusted this process, and now we can explain it to you from beginning to end, and not just show you the end picture, and now We got 30 properties and now we got this much money coming in. We'll be able to explain it from step one to step 10 and it be, you know, a clear uh, explanation of how to get there. So, uh, like, I would say one of my goals, my ultimate goal, and this is just and it's so crazy how God works things out, man. I found myself without a job a couple years ago, man, just not knowing what was going on. You know, I had a few change, you know, in the kitty. Just trying to live off that, trying to just, you know, figure out where I was going to go next. Somebody called me and said, hey, you need to go, 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 go take. I was getting a ring size, matter of fact. They said, take your ring over to so-and-so and and go get it sized. And from that, um, God opened up a door to where I now run a car lot. um, And I do finances. I get people financed. um, You know, so if you need finance, call two seven zero three. I don't know you was going to
1: plug that in there. I don't
0: know, know, know. know you was gonna plug <laughs> that in, man. So look, so he was check us out. Guaranteed financing. Uh but no, one of my the long term goal for me within five years, I would say that I, I should have within five years my own family car lot established up and running with employees. So that's a five year goal. Um I would say within the next year, um, by this time next year, I'd probably say buy and sell ten cars between this time next year to get to yeah. get to the ultimate goal, to get to the bigger
1: goal. Yeah. Well, uh, I think over the next year, which which we'll will even start from today, is you know get this uh, all-time world record bench press under my That's belt. That's it. That's it. Let's get it. Uh, Yeah, let's get it. I want to lose some weight. I want to lose about fifty pounds. Oh more. yeah. But um uh I mean cuz a lot of what we're talking about is financial, but I want to uh, also be in a, kind of the same boat as Nick, man. I want to I want to own at least 3 to 5 houses, have bought in 3 to 5 houses in the next year. Um and you know be at some at some point uh in the next year also uh, being able to travel and getting paid to speak. You know, yeah. full-time, full-time.
0: coming. So. Oh, yeah, it is coming. So so basically what I wanted to, uh, from all three of those different things, and really, like, that's not the heart. It's for us to have, like, it is for us to have those businesses and to, and to make money, have income coming in. But I think the bigger thing is, and all three of us going in these different lanes, like, we want to build those businesses, but we want to build them to be self-sufficient so that we can go out, we can create other streams of income and hire other people to be able to change other people's life. At the end of the day, that's what it's about, making disciples. Yeah. So yeah. Whatever, my- whatever we're doing, we're still making disciples. One of, my big, one of my biggest goals is
2: for real estate and for you, the Carlotta from Jew traveling the world, is for us to look at 20-year-old versions of us and say, man, I did this. I got out of jail with a bag full of clothes. You do not have to go back and sell drugs. There is a different way. There is a different path. You know, like I remember when Jude told me, he said, uh, Myla asked him, I guess one of her friends went to Hawaii. And she asked him, like, Dad, uh, you think we'll ever be able to go to Hawaii? And, you know, his first thought was like, probably. I think he said his first thought was like, probably not. But, like, yeah. why, you know, like, why can our daughters enjoy Why not? Yeah, why, like, not
1: why not us? That's it.
2: Yeah, why like, not why us? Not that's us. right. Like,
1: yeah. I, so.
2: I want to one day be able to write a book or, you know, tell this guy that's 18 and he's battering with either going to the streets or being a businessman. And I want to say, like, man, the
0: streets, i seen what the streets produce. They produce death or jail. That's it. You, undefeated.
1: Yeah. The nice. streets are undefeated.
0: That's it. Every time it ends in the same spot, dead or in jail. Every time I went that route, I got the same thing. And that was in handcuffs, looking up at a judge, scared him out out of my life. You know what I'm saying? So uh, to to wrap this up, man, I think that it was neat. Just kind of like like what we just kind of said at the same time, man. I think uh, that's going to be the name of our first podcast is, you know, why not us? Why can't we do it? Why can't we? Why can't we tell a story of redemption and what God will do in bringing you from death, absolute death, to a beautiful, miraculous life? I remember the day that I picked Nick up, walking out of walking out hey. of that jail in Frankfort, Kentucky, with a bag full of clothes. Man, it was probably one of the happiest days of my life because I remember taking him and and him turning himself in. Man, And that day, it just broke my heart. But the day that I went and picked him up, I seen it, man, and it was like. Even my thoughts then was just so corrupt and so just, man. It was just I was just a dead man. He was a dead man. Like we were all dead people at that time, man. Um, but man, seeing from that day and seeing what God will do when you just uh, hand it all over to Him and allow Him to do what He does best and trust the process dang and hear and, and hear Jews background noise, man. Something. Beautiful man, Rob, we. Were...
1: Rob, you keep going on. I told you, you uh, already letting the spoilers out, man. Like, we got plenty. We, just, we got, we just Rob, hit we it right the head. Head.
0: You're right. Why not us? Why not you?
1: Sponsors uh, need us.
0: Sponsors need us.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Regular strength is coming. We're, the, we're gonna be the first. We're gonna be the first sponsor. Uh, anything going out?
1: We need some good equipment. So yeah. don't judge us yet. Give, right, give us a just little bit trust- of time.
0: We're trusting the process, yeah, man. Yeah, we're Look, trusting the process, man. They're going to grow with us. Man, we're going right. hey, to grow with it. We're going to be back uh, next week. The biggest thing that we're going to do is consistency. So every week we're going to put week. it out. We're going to sound crazy and halfway not knowing what we're talking about, but we're going to trust the process. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. All right, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Love, you.
0: See love ya. y'all. See y'all. Have a good week.